Welcome in the program, ladies and gentlemen. We have an action-packed show today. I'm Austin Barrick, and I'm joined alongside by Rohit D'Souza and John Boyle. Uh, Max Topol could unfortunately not make it today, as well as Bijan Sharif. Um, real, real, real quick, let's just take a clap for John real quick. What? Not 92 on his math the test. The math test? All right. You know, this is a great story, kind of like the Bulls uh, franchise, going from the bottom, and they're rebuilding. You know, we started out with the 55 on the quiz, but, you know, we're, we're, we're working our way up. You know, got the 92 on the test. You know, finished with a solid B. We'll take it. But, you know, next quarter, we have progress, and we're going to continue to go up. What's your quarter grade for Bookus? I just told you, I have a solid B. 80, like, Same. 85. I'm a B yeah. as well. All right. Um, I have an A-. minus. <laughs> honors math row. So, we have a lot of stuff. Of course, the first week of the NBA is in full swing, so that's going to be the primary, the primary focus. Hence the name of the show, Clean the Boards. So... We have, just to quickly run down the agenda for the listeners here, we got the Celtics, we got the undefeated NBA teams, the other teams with good early records, the disappointing teams so far, uh, NFL Week 8 recap, NFL trade deadline recap, NFL Week 9 preview, then we got Fantasy Hot Take of the Week and World Series Game 7. Mm. But I put World Series Game 7 down at the bottom, but I just want to mention, so the Nationals won. They beat the Astros in Game 7. The road team won every game. i just like to say... Very smart by the Nationals. Very smart plan by them to de- deliberately lose more games than the Astros in the regular season so that they could have a way field advantage in the World Series. You know, crucial for them. The first time in like 115 making, years right. that the that the road team won all four games. So just shout out to the Nationals for having that away field advantage secure. Yeah, they, yeah, they definitely purposely lost. Yeah, they yeah. definitely did. Juan Soto, Max Scherzer. So happy. Anthony Rendon. So those are the three players I can name on their team. So shout out to DC. Yeah, Houston was stacked too. Altuve. Uh, the guy. Who's the, the guy? The leadoff like, guy. Springer. Springer. Verlander. Yeah, yeah they, they had Verlander. Correa. Uh, yep. Uh, Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Great team. Bregman. Kate Upton. But, uh, As we also, discussed, yes. We could also yeah. bring up uh, our fantasy trade later if you want to do that, or like my fantasy trade. That's uh. No, not very, topic. not as relevant as what the viewer, that's what the listeners want to hear. Although, yes, In you have a super topic. team. Just okay. So quickly, John is now. John now has Le'Veon Bell, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, George Kittle, and is yet on a three-game losing streak. And George Kittle. So, yeah. and you're on a three-game losing streak. Oh. So, first, first of first, the Boston Celtics, baby, I love this team. I love. This team, it's so much easier to root for them. Of course, Kyrie is gone. The Celtics chemistry, Marcus Smart, you know, just being the team leader, basically, like the chemistry leader along with Kemba. So we have a clear-cut big four with Kemba, Jason, Jalen, and Hayward. Is it fair to say that all four of those guys could be potential all-stars in the East this year? Um, I think that could definitely happen. But... um. Like I said, I was at the game last night. It was a great game. Um, I love I love the Celtics team. Unlike last year, where I hated the team, um, I I just couldn't root for the team last year. And this year, I love him. Uh, favorite team in the NBA by far. But I think that that's <laughs> definitely possible uh, for All Stars. I'm kind of concerned because the Bucks, Giannis did not play that much in that game. They rested him a lot because regular season, and like we know, playoffs are very different. But I thought it was very interesting during. Um, uh, Budenholzer called a timeout, and Giannis messed up on the play, 
And in that same possession, like they messed up and went out of bounds. He called another timeout yeah, in a span yeah. of 20 seconds, ran out to the court and screamed at Giannis. I don't know if you could see that. But um, I was watching the local, I switched from ESPN yeah, to the local, and Scal was going like, and you know, the Bucks they got to figure out how to get this going around. Scal just, dude, Scal had a play. You know when when uh they called Tatum for the foul against Bledsoe that was a BS call when oh, yeah. mm-hmm. when he just bulldozed and Scal goes no no that's what's wrong with the NBA right there that's so wrong on so many levels Bledsoe misses both of the free throws that's a perfect example of ball don't lie just love Scal anyway no I love um you love to see when Giannis goes to the free throw line air balls the first oh yeah the whole court crowd is screaming airball and like getting hype and then he airballs the second yeah love to see that the greek freak was too muscular for his shooting free throws um so these four guys here they can go for 20 each night they're each averaging over 17 points per game right now and i looked this up the last championship winning team to have four guys to average at least 14 points was the 2018-2019 toronto raptors wow so my question is actually it's not a question. I'm going to make a statement, then you're going to re- respond to it here. I believe that this is a winning formula to have four guys who can go for 20 each night, four like really good guys, but I'm not sh- I do not think that this current team can win the championship yeah. because we do not have a superstar because mm-hmm. Kemba and Jason are probably a little bit better than Hayward and Jalen, but they aren't quite at that superstar level. They can potentially mold into that. But I don't see them winning the championship. But man, are they fun to root for? Yes, I totally agree with you. Um, I think in a couple years there's gonna be a shot if our young guys keep on uh, progressing. But this year we just like like you said, you, uh, we don't have a superstar, so it's hard to win in the NBA without a superstar. First off, and second off, we just I don't think we have a lead enough bench. Mm. The center really lacks lack depth, and there's a lot of good players in the NBA at center. So. We could have a first-round matchup against a team with a good center, and that wouldn't go well. So, yeah, right now we have a rotating cast of Canner, who's injured, and also Time Lord, Tice, Grant Williams, who's been And And I good. don't understand. Two things that I don't understand at all for the Celtics. Oh, first thing, I'm a huge semi guy. You know, I have been this whole year. Why again, was this the takeaway? Again, okay, so- semi plays amazing again. Against Giannis. He's Every made time. Giannis. So, he plays but great. I can't believe that was your takeaway. Okay. You've always said that Hayward sucks. You said on the NBA special show you would have cut him to save salary after he injured his ankle. Yep. And Bijan and I have been all in on Hayward doing well this season. I have a bounce back year. And the first half well, he was terrible. It's another classic Hayward against the Bucks thing. Hayward against elite so teams. You're basically- Second half he was great. Yeah, he was good. He was like 7 for 9 from the field, I think they showed the stats. But we're, okay, if we're looking, yeah, he was really good in the second half. But if we're looking at it, would you pay a guy like $144 million for two years, basically? He's not making 144 in two years. No, basically, because oh, the oh, first oh. two years he was injured in okay, play. Okay, well, so that's, that's just a freak accident. Okay, that's my point. That's why I would have cut him. So I would cut him right when he hurt his ankle. Even though that's like an awful thing to do, but it would be a wise business decision. Mm. We, because okay, but because the upside the, now is we so much, saved is so great. Million. We could have resigned Horford so, this offseason. Well, if we had it, so would you, you would rather have Horford with this currently constructed team than Hayward with this currently constructed team? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I actually really like Hayward right now, like how I know. he's been playing. But I'm well, just, okay, so okay, just I'm just saying, just flashback to the to the chat last night in the first half 
when you and Bijan were going, Hayward sucks. Yeah, because he was awful in the first half. He was, but like you just got to give him a chance. You, you know, he's you just had to feel like, like he had to play where he dribbled it off his foot, went yeah. past half court. He just and had to, you know, feel like, it out. Hayward, die for the ball. Like, don't pull Cam Newton in the Super Bowl and not <laughs> die for the ball. Please, you're in the NBA. Just get on the ground and yeah. die for the ball. And <clears throat> okay, but another thing. So the, the Celtics, here's a key stat. They're first in offensive turnover percentage, meaning they commit the fewest rate of turnovers. Only 10.6% of their offensive possessions result in turnover. And they are first in forcing opponent turnovers at 20.3%. So they force about two times as many turnovers as they commit, which is a great winning formula. It is. Um, and you also look at the drive numbers. I don't think these updated are for last game. But yeah, that, real quick, that's Jason, Jalen, and Hayward yep. all averaging at least ten drives per game. And last year, I hated the team because all they do would was chuck up shots, include like, and that's mainly on Kyrie and Jason because all they did was shoot like awful shots and like they hit thirty three percent and people thought they were good. Like we took Kyrie and on the our playoff uh, whatever special against Celtics and Bucks, you, mm-hmm. and you were huge on Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I was so down on him because I knew he would take so many shots. And he would end up having a like thirty three percent field goal percentage, and that's what he had, which is awful. But I just thought he would be more invested in the series. Well, he's not. He wasn't invested in Boston, and I don't even. Really well, he think was super invested in the Indiana series. I didn't understand why he didn't take a <laughs> why he would continue that energy. You know, well, if you look you, at the do you know we were down by ten in each of those games. Yeah, in every Indiana but game. I didn't feel like we were out. Like we, I didn't feel like Indiana had control of any of those games. True, but. But I don't know. I see, like, the Nets, I don't think they're in a good spot with Kyrie. Oh, there. yeah. We're going to get to the, them awful. later. Because Kyrie's. Ch- well, real quick, not trying not to switch subjects here, but the Nets, last year, they had a great playing style, great coach, Kenny Atkinson, and they were winning games. They, they didn't really lose anyone. They lost um, Ed Davis. They did lose players. They lost Dudley. D'Lo. They lost oh, yeah. D'Lo. D'Lo. They lost Ronnie Halls Jefferson. He didn't really play um, in the regular season. And I feel like they lost someone else too. Ed Davis. He was a bench center. Okay. But they gained they gained more than they lost, let's put it that way. They kept Joe Harris, they kept they, they, Dinwiddie, they, they kept yeah, Levert. Levert, yep. So they Jared get, Allen. Yep. They basically uh had this exact same team, but basically swapping um D'Lo Ky- for Kyrie. And upgrading with DeAndre Jordan Jordan, you could argue. Over like at Davis because they start perhaps perhaps and so this year their team is just awful they don't have a winning formula Kyrie is not a winning formula and they take bad shots and Kyrie just doesn't pass the ball he's shooting like 20 shots a game mm-hmm. and I think that's just awful <laughs> he has like one of the highest usage rates right and, now. and he's not driving again like I said he's just shooting and like you see a couple of those plays where he just drives and like has an amazing finish, but I just I think he's the most overrated player in the NBA, and I don't even think he's like a top thirty player. Okay, yeah, but yeah, I love how the Celtics team. I love how we've been driving lately, and I just love everything about the team. And you mentioned like the bench thing, but I almost feel like it's better because last year there were so many guys who could have like deserved to play those last few minutes for who the Celtics. Yeah, oh, okay. So you had like Rozier, you had Morris, Brown. So those rotating smart, obviously. So there wasn't like a defined last five guys, but now we got our five guys. Crunch time. It's the big four. So it's Kemba, Jason, Jalen, Hayward, and then Smart. So you got those five. I don't know if they'll stick with that though. Okay, in most games, maybe if there's matchups. No, I don't even know if most. They went a lot of semi. They went a lot of Tice. Uh, They might go a lot of um, Cantor. I would bet a lot of money that 
those five guys would be the oh, five like, crunch time guys most quick, of the time. I was going to say, I don't get why is um, Vincent Poirier on the team? And also, why is Wanamaker on the team? He's so bad at basketball. And why would not have Carson Edwards at the backup point guard position? They have Carson Edwards and um, who's uh, Langford. And uh, Tremont Waters. Yeah, you can't use any of them. You're using a bum like an old guy. So, so right. I think they should definitely cut Wanamaker, definitely cut Poirier. So, Rowe, so John's suggestion that um, Carson Edwards, heat check guy, love the guy. Carson right. Edwards should be our backup uh, point guy. guard, but you don't like Carson Edwards. No. Explain. It will also, like, for this role, why would he not suit well as the backup uh, point guard? I haven't watched too much of Celtic basketball this season. Although it's been a couple games, so I'll start to get on that. A lot of, a lot of losing with the Bulls. No, we're not going to talk about that. But... Uh, I'm going to pretend like the last two games just haven't happened. But for Carson Edwards, it's, when I was watching him play, he plays so selfish, selfishly, and he reminds me of this guy, this kid he used to play with in, like, end of middle school and beginning of high school. It, it just pissed me off a lot. It made me real mad. And it's like... How am I selfish? And it's like the same guy, but it's like Carson Edwards, just he makes the shots. But it just, it just reminds me of this, like, other player I know I still play with. And it's just like... I get, I hate that. Yeah, I kind of see your point. I also see, like, Edwards. Like, this guy, he just shoots every time he catches the ball. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of himself, like, too. And, like, sometimes when he shoots so much and misses a lot, and sometimes when he's out of the game, we do better without him because his play style. He's, he yeah, but he's shooting. not afraid to do it his way. And I think the other play I was talking about is a bit afraid to do it his way. You know, he doesn't want to stand up for himself. True. That is true, but sometimes you don't want to do it your way, and you want to do it the other way. Yeah, but the other way is not always good. You kind of want to do it your way. Take control. It's your ball. It's your basketball. It's your shot. Take your shot. Shoot or shoot, you know? Well, if you shoot, you shoot. Maybe if we uh, some guys worked on their shot selection and their sh- how many shots they took a game, we wouldn't have went like 3-15. and 15. I-, I don't know what you're referencing to. But... Actually, it was 4-11, and 11, just to be specific, but yeah. I, I... No. <laughs> yeah, it was. Who? Go. Our... Four teams. What do you mean? In the four teams we beat. We beat. Um, we beat. Bolat. We beat. What was the team we Bolat. beat twice? We beat Weston. one team twice. We yeah, we beat Weston twice, even though they oh, were actually then, good. And then we beat, beat Bolat and we beat right, Wayland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go. So we're only like what nine days in the NBA season, and there's only two. I repeat, two teams left undefeated. The Philadelphia 76ers and the San Antonio Spurs. The Sixers have actually pretty impressive wins versus the Celtics at the Pistons, at the Hawks, and versus the Timberwolves. The Spurs had easier wins at home against the Knicks, the Wizards, and the Blazers. Let's start with the Sixers because they've been sort of taking the league by storm. You also see the Embiid slash Shimmons fighting Carl Anthony Towns last night, the chokehold. Uh, oh, that was awesome. That's what the NBA Instagram. needs. That's what the well, NBA that's what needs the right NBA there. NBA always has. No, like, you can always count on Cat and Embiid wa- scuffling watch, up. Watch Cat and Embiid get like five game suspensions each. No, Cat deserves the MVP just for that, for saying up to Embiid. I like that. I like yeah. seeing that. Yeah, he's a different guy now. These, I saw like the two days, because like, they were in Philly for a while. You know his MVP? His mom, bro. Cat's mom. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Was too. that actually his mom? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's insane. Tell. So, yeah. So, Cat like ran up the steps like the where they shot Rocky in Philly and did the whole uh, the thing over his head and did uh, the eye of the tiger. I thought that was pretty hype, but then, of course, you know, they get blown up by 25, he gets tossed out, and he gets chokehold. And people are saying he tapped to Simmons on the ground. I'd say that was just to regain balance, um, if you saw that play. If he gets suspended more than two games, I'm going to be upset with NBA. Okay. Um, 
So let's just go. Sixers, of course, they they're best at their defense. They're top ten in defensive rating, opponent effective field goal percentage, and opponent turnover percentage. But they're also a great rebounding team, top four in offensive rebound percentage, and third in defensive rebound percentage. They have Simmons and beat Horford Richardson, and then Matisse Thybul, yeah. who's been in a and very I like, nice I like player, how the Celtics rookie. drafted him. And tr- yeah, I was—he's such a good defender. This was the people the Celtics guys wish they had picked instead of Romeo. Yeah, such a mistake. They should have t- taken him. Romeo's a bust already. You I, can't say that. He you hasn't played that. a game, and he's a bust. You can't That's, say that. Nope, he's a bust. I'm saying it right now. <gasps> so uh, we'll see if I'm wrong. He's a bust, and he hasn't played a game. So let me be Bijan like, for a also, second. Nik- you can't say that. You can't say that. Nikhil Harry, he's a bust. Nick's- but, Anyway, oh, I, was, I thought you were gonna say like Nikhil Alexander Walker, who's been kind of nice with it. No, but um, the the Celtics, great team, but they made a couple mistakes drafting in their career. So the Sixers have time, but they also have a guy I forgot about, uh, Tobias Harris. So they have a oh, pretty yeah. oh, good. Oh yeah, you forgot about Tobias Harris. They have a rookie rookie forget. Okay, I also had them as the one seed in the East. So yeah, in any case. I actually, I think this team, as I mentioned, does not make the Eastern Conference Finals because, for one, I don't trust Simmons. For two, the Celtics own them. For three, they don't have any shooters right now. They lost uh, J.J. Redick. I mean, you're relying on Corkman, Corkman, or for, what's Corkman, yeah, Furman's. Furman, yeah. <laughs> Whatever Furman, it is. Furman, Corkman. <laughs> um, so you think they're going to get a buyout guy or whatnot, but this team is weird. Also, Horford, I just... I now just have lost complete respect for him, so it would just make me so happy to see him lose or you know miss a hook shot in a big playoff moment or whatever the case. So the Sixers team, are, they're going to win a lot of games regular right season, but I just when it comes playoff time, the Celtics are going to beat them. As for the Spurs, I like their team. They have five. We're not going to beat them in the playoffs. I think we will. Oh my god, they're so much better than us. It's ridiculous. Explain. So they beat us by what fourteen opening night or whatever. But you, you know. can argue our free throws were awful. But let's go over their team. They let's have, go over their team. They have the best player on the floor when he's healthy at any certain time. Mm-hmm. They have arguably the second and third best player on the floor at any certain time. Who? Who's their? You'd say Simmons. Simmons and, and then, Harris. Oh, don't say Harris is better than Kemba. Come on now. Um, really? No, no. He can be. Don't say Tobias any, any Harris is better than Any player can be better than any other player at one Stop. given time. Tobias Harris could be better than Simmons, in my opinion. I'm a big t- Tobias mm. Harris guy. Isn't he making, like, what, 400 million per season? 400, 500 million? But when the Celtics play the Sixers, it's tougher for the guards to score. That's just kind of a fact. That's factoids. And, um... <laughs> It's just it's hard. So like sometimes in life, when mm. you get when you get factoids, you can you can factor that out the factoids and get factoidable, and that's like that's definitely not a word. That's <laughs> and <laughs> that's like basically, Kemba Walker trying to score, Kemba Walker not scoring on the Sixers is, is factoidable. I think that was just you know first game as a Celtic just. Getting some things loosened up, you know. Hey, he was First great game last night. jitters, yeah. I mean, he's a great player. Okay, if you okay, when so we so much better than Kyrie, I'll tell you that much. When okay, and you also you have to factor in, we might trade for a big man. The two big no, names not, are Stephen Adams and Clint Capella. No, we're not trading for of either. course Capella. If you know if Houston season is doing well, they're probably not going to trade him. How, how would we get either of them? How? Explain. 
we trade our draft Tra- picks. Trade we trade a Tice contract. T- uh, we, Oklahoma's going to want Tice in a first-round pick or two first-round Well, picks. they already have, what, 15 picks. So Sam Presti, native of Concord, could be doing the Celtics a little bit of a favor here. Give us Adams, and then we give him. Okay, also, I'm just saying, can okay, Time Lord can develop into a great guy. Now he's oh, not. Gonna, he can't shoot. Okay, I'm just in his role, which is just getting boards okay, in and a role contesting player, in shots. Small. Do you yeah, see he had how a great long, block. He had see a great how long block his arms are just contesting? I'm not even talking about the blocks. Just contesting shots. He just <sighs> takes. He just closes the space. Instantly. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. During the game, when Giannis almost dunked on Wanamaker, yeah. my heart literally dropped. <laughs> he I, went I, up with one hand and just like a great yeah, That fruit. was an offensive oh. foul. How was that not an offensive foul? Oh, yeah. Scow was going off about that. Yeah, but, cool. um, but, yeah. Um, I also... Okay. And also, Tatum, he's going to love that he's head-to-head really matchup against Embiid. Oh, they and work out also, in the summer. I love... Like I said in the chat, I'm not going to repeat it, but... Um, Paul Pierce. Oh yeah, you I, said I, that I, you I would. I love Paul Pierce. Well, and I can say what I did as well. Like, so John said that he would. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that. Okay, fine. But, um, it's not like it, it's like we've said worse things here before. No, nah, it's oh, pretty like, bad. bad. But uh, Paul Pierce, you know, I love him. He gives us great um, energy. Tatum was hyped up with him. I don't know if you guys saw, but mm-hmm. Tatum was like high fiving him, mm-hmm. and then they they bumped each other's chest after the game. Um, and Paul Pierce hyping up the crowd and everything. I think that was a big reason why we won. Yeah, the Sixers can't handle the Garden smoke. When that when the Garden is rock and they can't handle that, Simmons frets up. Like you cannot seriously tell me that the Sixers would. Do you think like you cannot tell me that the Sixers will handily beat the Celtics in a playoff series because they can't. Like no, I think they could. See what I think needs to happen for the Celtics in order to have a chance to go to the NBA. And finals. also, there's just bad karma against Horford. Yeah. Like, well, for the on. NBA finals this year, I think the Celtics need to get a two seed, and two were yeah they need the two seed, and they need the Bucks and the Sixers to play each other in the first round, or in the second round. I'm sorry, and let's say they get by the first two rounds. If they go to the conference finals, maybe that goes seven or week. Uh, one of the teams is tired. Celtics have more time to prepare, and I think that we could steal a series right there mm-hmm. and then get killed in the finals, but I think it's possible. Well, whatever the case, I think the Celtics beat the Sixers in playoff series, but that yeah, is a discussion that we will be revisiting in about six months, seven months, actually, okay. both win the first-round series. But, okay, at this point, it is a great time. Actually, anything about the Spurs, you, you know, they're 3-0. Yeah, who, do, who are their big men? They have Aldridge. They don't have, they have Aldridge, Rosen. and they have... Um, Murray for big men. Their yeah. big men is just... Oh, Podol. Yeah, that's about it, Aldridge, though, right? Podol. And Rudy Gay is like a it's not really big power guy. forward, but yeah. They have their guards, you know, DeRozan, uh, White, shoot it, it goes in. Forbes, like DeJounte, Mills. Um, good guards. They got good guards, but... Yeah, their depth is a bit concerning, but they they win their home games and they beat the bad teams, so they rack up wins that way. So, and with and I think they they play the Clippers tonight. Of course, we're recording this on Thursday. So. Oh, and I like how yo at Bijan, uh, Kawhi already sits out a game. How can you be the best player in the world and sit out a game already? Because that's load management. No. Oh, and real quick, uh, do you know how on the first show I did say Harden is the best player in the NBA? I revised my statement. So you did LeBron is the best? No, no, no. and then I revised Davis it. is the best? You said that Harden no, is the no, best? No, I revised my statement that, like, during the first show that Harden is the best. Just, you know, he shows last night he's unstoppable. Best player in the NBA. <laughs> I, was, I was watching a little bit of Felger and Maz yesterday, and two of their guys Oh, I saw said, Felger last Saturday. Oh, wow. 
two of their guys said that Cat was in their top five for NBA players. I'm like, come wow. on. They were completely disrespecting Curry. Like, Curry. Yeah, Curry's not in my top five either. I mean, Harden's not even my top five. Cause you wow. Because, okay, if you go through it, it's like you go like, you go, um, um, you it's go not- Kawhi, Giannis, Davis, LeBron, Curry, Harden. When everyone's healthy. But Durant is obviously the best if he's 100%. Yeah. Dur- but, you know. Durant, LeBron, Kawhi. Giannis Harden. See, everybody just disrespects Curry, but you know he's a broken hand. We'll get to that. Oh later. yeah, how long is he out for? For that, I heard he might miss a season because he might just like. I have no clue how long. They, that that team is awful. They yeah, are one of the gonna, worst teams in that. We're league. gonna get to that. They need a trade deal. But for now, we're gonna be taking a break here on WIQH Concord, eighty-eight point three FM. Eric on the dance floor. Do you confuse state capitals, make runny scrambled eggs, and read too many celebrity gossip magazines? Do you drink milk straight from the carton, think trigonometry is a planet, and snore louder than a Kodiak bear? Well, if you answered yes to any of the above questions, you may have what it takes to adopt a teen from foster care. Because teens don't need perfection, they need you. So if you bite your nails like they're a snack food, think an MP3 is a computer virus, can't tell a right angle from an acute, constantly lose the remote, can't parallel park, confuse hip-hop with double dutch, and are afraid of spiders, dentists, and clowns, it's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who would love to put up with you. For more information on how you can adopt, call 1-888-200-4005 or go to adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. All right. Great message there from Adopt Teen. So um, we're going to get to our weekly uh, our weekly donor announcement here. So we would like to thank Cynthia and John Nock of Carlisle. So thank you to the Knocks. Shout out to them. Helping support the program. Helping supports us as we are growing. You know, rumors about a clean the boards, you know, TikTok perhaps starting, perhaps an Instagram starting. Rumors, there's there's rumblings about it, perhaps a website coming soon. There's a lot of rumblings going on in the clean the boards uh, tech department slash marketing department. Um, so that'll be, stay tuned for that. We've hired a marketing expert, a.k.a. Max, who's already on the show. but <laughs> Yeah. Um so we do not profit off of Max's name, image, and likeness, but that's to be discussed later. So let's hit the good. The, let's hit the team with the good records here as we try to get in all these teams. So the let's just hit whoever you want. So Raptors, Heat, Jazz, Lakers, Mavs, T Wolves, Rockets, and Nuggets. So all of those teams have only one loss. Um, Come on, please be right past me. Where do we want to start? Here. I'm going to touch on the Rockets just because, you know, quite a big, I don't know if it was a historic game yesterday, but it was a, definitely a big game. Um, no overtimes, and it was a total of how many points? Yeah, it was like, like 320 or something like that. <sighs> Crazy. Is that a record? No. Like for a non-overtime game? That might be a record. I, it could be, but I don't know if it's like, because I, I know the Bulls and the Hawks last year, my favorite game in recent mm-hmm. history, the Bulls and the Hawks, my two favorite teams, or I guess my favorite team and like my favorite player on the other team, and it almost goes off for fifty and like twenty assists. You know they go for four overtimes. That was that was great to mm-hmm. watch. That was my that's my well, probably my favorite game of all time. Um, but anyways, 
Rockets, Harden, you know, goes off as well. 60 points, almost 60 points. And um, Russell Westbrook, a triple-double. Um, that team, you know, I didn't have the Rockets in my playoffs. Yeah. yeah I also had the Dubs as my two-seed. So yeah, This is why you, you don't what? know basketball. Well, I don't know about All right. With the Warriors, that's just unfortunate how, his hand, how Steph's hands hurt. Technically, that, you had the Bulls winning the, the NBA title. No, no, I had the Bulls going to the conference finals. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So we'll see. Different. Different. But yeah, I don't know. This team, this team's looking strong initially, which is how I thought it might look. But I feel like down the season, you know, Russell Westbrook and James Harden, both high volume users of the ball, I feel like that's just going to split during the season. They're working mm. pretty well right now, I guess. Well, I mean, they're just scoring and winning games, but. Um, Washington, who I don't find particularly a strong team. Yeah, how they put up 160? I don't well, get it. Well, Bradley Bill also had 45. Yeah, Bill had 45, but wh- who else scores? Isaiah them? Thomas had yeah, a lot. He had like 20. Mahimi's pretty good. So Sadoransky. It, it was like if he's even Sadoransky's on, on the Bulls. Uh, David yeah, Bertans. Yeah, Bertans. I, I think like, I'm on the Spurs. Rui Hachimura. It's like oh yeah, Hachimura had 22. Hachimura, he's, no, he, he's a first round pick. He's not. He's actually. But like he was a guy who was not projected to no, go there. No, I didn't think he was gonna be good either. But Troy Brown had 15. Oh wow. Oregon guy, I think. Yep. Uh, duck product. But I can't wait for the Rockets to play the Nets tomorrow. You know, Nets about to get clapped. Kyrie about to get crossed. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the one thing I found about the Rockets is, like, they are... I. Oh, real quick, there's kind of a rivalry in this because the Nets owner's, like, the opposite of what Daryl Morey, like, thought. Isn't the Nets owner, he is literally Chinese? Yeah. And so he like tweet. He's been tweeting on how he like hates Mori. And so, wow. Uh, yeah. Nothing be... like rich guys going at it on Twitter. So that'd be a great game. Um. <laughs> so uh. So yeah. The 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 uh. To Rose point, the two high volume guys there. I think the Rockets are number one in free throw rate at like over. They have like thirty made they're, they're, free throws they have the per most hundred. Points. They're averaging the most yeah, points. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Game. So. They keep scoring. P.J. Tucker continues to be like a huge engine guy for them. Um, so Capella's there. Some of the guys I don't even know are on the team there. They could just put anybody there. Um, there's some guy in the Timberwolves, like T something, who I didn't I didn't know T. T. Graham or something. T. Graham. Um, but yeah, that's the case. I like to point out the, the um, anything about the Nets. We're gonna well okay, just the good Can teams. I say so, so, real okay, quick about I want to talk. We, you did your Nets thing. Real quick again, I'm just such a Kyrie hater, so I have to do this. Um, Kyrie goes uh, on his mood swings. I don't have to be perfect for anyone. I do what I want. He's like, yeah, it's fine to be human. Um, hey, Kyrie. Okay. Shut up. So the Mavericks. I would like to mention the Dallas Mavericks. I had oh, them, I was I had on, them on the eight seed. I know Bijan had them down at like 10 or 11. I had them seven. So... I'm a huge Mavs fan. Luka Doncic was my dark horse MVP pick. However, their supporting cast is low-key decent. Ten? Okay, they had nine different guys score between 10 and 14 points in two, on Tuesday's win at the Nuggets. Uh, a I'm not really sold victory. about them. So they beat the Wizards so by eight. Right? They That's decent. won in Denver, who was then undefeated. By three. They came back to win that game. Okay, okay. they were... They were the underdog team. They went into a. a they Jokic, went into Jokic Denver. Jokic also had ten points. Okay. So do you think he's gonna do that? So Luca and Luca and Porzingis combined for twenty-two points. So yeah, there you point. go. So 
Nine of their guys scored between wow. 10 and 14. Out of every single guy who played, out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys scored 10 or more points. Yes, so this is what I'm saying. Uh, on the Mavericks. Nine guys scored between 10 and 14 for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they're third in offensive rating. So wow. let's go. So they have, besides Luka and Porzingis, they have DeLon Wright, decent backup point guard, Seth Curry, another decent backup shooting guard, Jalen Brunson, who they've been starting. A very witty, mm. smart, box-out, intangibles type of player. Won two championships at Rose Villanova. So I love Brunson. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is a fine player. He's very good. Finney Underrated. Smith is a fine player. Oh. Justin Jackson, who I don't particularly like, but he was knocking down oh, some fun shots. Fact, fine my player. tour guide at Villanova was in the same advisory freshman advisory group at college as Jalen Brunson. Wow. Fun fact. Oh, wow. Well, it's not a very, very big... Well, it's, a, it's kind of a big college, but not like huge, so it's not that... But you know, that is a fun fact. Um, Villanova is a college, John. It's a college, and I'm not familiar with that. It's a college. I um, have better GPA than you. That is totally <laughs> not true. <laughs> What's your proof? Doesn't Rove like? Don't you have like an engineering degree or something? We're trying to get right. that. I don't know if I have enough space. I'm taking so many APs, so many APs my senior years. I don't know. John's just like, just change the C to an A, and I'm in APs. I know, I'm, I'm taking AP stats. The class where... No, the you, class that everyone takes. You've, no, dude, AP stats, like the it's, notes oh, that it? my dad took with the Bookus thing, you have to like average an A in Bookus' class to go into AP stats. And we both have Bs right now. Oh, so that ain't happening. Yeah, so like... Wait, like A minus or... Uh, I mean, probably. All right, if I get a B plus, I'm getting Cora to override it. Corn Tim, <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm not. I know you're not joking. Yeesh. Um. Oh, shout out to Tim if you're listening. Yeah, shout out to Tim. Um. So they also have big man Maxi Kleber, underrated big man. All right. This was a guy that Bijan did not know. Mike Kleber is a good guy. He was like one of the nerd guys last year. He's like top ten in like net rating last year, offensive rating. Just or defense, right? One, one, one of the ratings he was really good in. He's actually kind of athletic. Um, he's seven, averaging seven point eight rebounds per game and two blocks per game. Porzingis also at seven eight and two point five blocks per game. So that's a good bat. That's a good front court. They have not very deep though. Um, so yeah, and they're very good in a free throw rate and opponent field free throw rate. So this is a team that I'll keep my eyes on. If they play one of these top teams, I think they can give them a series because Luka can go into any game and win any game for them. Mm. I love the way he feels the game. He knows exactly where everybody is. He's like a he's like a rich man's Gordon Hayward in the pick and roll. So I love Luka, and so that's my thing on the Mavericks. Do we want to touch on the Lakers? Maybe. Uh, real quick, I just want to say this stat. All right, so Shaq's uh, averages per 36 minutes. 24.6 points, 11.2 rebounds, and he has a 67.9 win percentage. Wait, he's only like 11 point what rebounds per 36? Yeah, per 36. Who is this? Shaq. Okay. Are you going to be co- wait? Not, not without comparing this, are you going to per- compare this to Davis? No. Okay. Try to guess a guy per 36. 36 points, 27 rebounds. 27 rebounds and per 36. Yeah. Wilt. No. Really? No, no, it's definitely like Boban Marjanovic. No. It's some player oh, that Taco. Plays... The correct answer was Taco. Yeah, oh. it's some player that barely plays, <laughs> but he does like. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like the I NBC Celtics that. stat. It was like per forty-eight minutes, Taco was averaging. Yeah, because then you have like back-to-back dunks and possessions and like rebound. Yeah. Oh, that's that's all right. Oh yeah, just to 
now that we're on this, like one of my trivia later on was who leads the NBA in usage rate, and the answer is Taco. The thing about Wilt though is that when does like stuff go down? Because he played like fifty minutes a game. Like if you look at the average in his prime season, he averaged like forty-eight point something minutes per game. I think. Oh, Something he ridiculous. played the entire game plus overtime. Yeah, it was like we had those ton of overtimes, and he like he played the entire game. So wouldn't his like per thirty six is all go down? Like his stats would go down. I don't know. It was a weird. It was a weird time back then. Oh yeah, that's such a good Crazy. point. Yeah. All right. Um. Oh yeah, the Lakers. They're, they're, John, what were you thinking? The rest of their team is terrible. No, they're not. Besides what? Davis and LeBron. What about Danny okay, Green? So Kuzma, they Come need on. Kuzma back. So Danny Green's good. Kuzma's a huge third piece for them. But let me tell you, LeBron and AD are each averaging over 23. Can you guess who the next two highest scorers on their team is and what their points per game average is? Danny Green and Avery Bradley. Yes. Wow. And what are their averages? Green's probably averaging like 11. 12.5. And, and AB? 9. 9.3. Wow. Spot on. So, okay, that. but that's not good is my point. No, they're fine. They if you go Dwight, two guys Dwight at, is good. I'm Dwight is not Dw- good. Yeah, Dwight is Dwight. Howard is not good. Uh, the Celtics would flourish with Dwight Howard on their team. Shh. God. They, oh. The Celtics could use Dwight Howard so badly. Are you kidding me? He would start on the. I think it would be nasty. Time Lord fits the role much better. No, he doesn't. If I, Tice I, actually is, you know, fine. I would the, assign Howard in the you second You know, Tice is the, blind, is the blind squirrel who finds the nut every once in a while. And Dwight like, Howard has experience, and I, I personally think he can go back for two of his Orlando days, given the. Are you. Dumb? I, I'm a huge Toy Power guy. Didn't he like shrink two inches in the official height? Like he went from six eleven to six nine. He just he doesn't have the same bounce. No, he didn't. He shrink. doesn't have it's the like, he doesn't his, have the same his, mojo. His past history of his height being six nine really affected him. So that's <laughs> what they made his. He doesn't have height. his broad shoulders anymore. Like he's not as physically uh, intimidating. Yeah, and he can shoot threes now too. And what? He's averaging like five points a game. No, he's not. He's averaging more than that. He had Look 20, it up. He had 24 the other day. Who? No, wait. Did yeah. Dwight Howard score 24 yeah, points in did. a game? He scored he had 24 the other day. 16 and 10 was his like big stat line. He was like, player of the game, <laughs> Dwight Howard, 16 and 10. <laughs> it's like, Dwight's back. And yeah, that was, that was against like the Grizzlies. Bleacher, they have like a Bleacher Report slideshow. But that was like, like a week ago. So I, I I don't know. I don't think he scored 22 points. I don't think he scored 20 points in about 20 years. I know. Is, yeah, exactly. It is my take. I swear he's averaging between five and six. If points he has, good for him. But I, I don't, I don't believe it. Wow, he is doing really bad. Yeah. yeah what is well, his stats? <laughs> what is it? It's probably like five and four. Uh, here, let me look. Yeah. My guess, my guess is like five and four, five and three. And Javale isn't much better either. Like their big men are not that good. Uh, I'm six points, seven rebounds. That's not that bad. It's kind of, kind of bummy. Kinda it's not bummy. He's been averaging like a double double for the past like. Ten years though, like and he's gonna like be and he's gonna be what a Hall of Famer, right? Because he should be of his you know like seven years he, in Orlando yeah, where he's yeah. dominant. It's like okay, him and Jameer Nelson. The eight years, he's <sighs> whatever the case there. Um, yeah, I think that's that's what we can do there. Um, disappointing teams. Let's hit those. So. The winless teams. Oh, the Warriors are so bad. Yeah, so the winless teams so far are the Pelicans and the Kings, but others we did the Nets. The Pacers are also got their first win last night, and the Golden State Warriors. Wow. I like how I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors missed the playoffs. I also said I wouldn't be shocked if they missed the playoffs. No, I said I wouldn't be surprised, and everyone flipped out on me. I well, did I'll not. have to get that clip back. I did not. Okay, I had them as a well, seven seed. Bijan probably flipped out. Bijan and Rowe flipped out on me. 
Probably. But, I mean, the, I mean, their chances are making the playoffs, depending on how long Steph's out and how long it'll take it to get back into it. I mean, that's definitely going to affect it. So I, th- now, I think I mean, the Warriors might trade Draymond. You can't. Well, you, won't be, was, you won't be getting much out of Draymond. Yeah. What was the? What, what would they get? Well, I don't know, but because he's what, on decline. How he's been acting? Like lately. we did this discussion. I mean, if I was Draymond, I'd be want to trade. Actually, no, because I want to ride it out with you know Oakland and San Francisco and Chase. No, why? Why did they go to the Chase Center? Like everyone loved because, Oracle, because so it's, stupid. I think they did it. Be- people say like Oracle was um like it was right on top of the court, which is actually a good feel. But as a fan, but apparently like it was just a kind of a dumpy arena. No, everyone and, like, loved Oracle. The food was terrible or whatever uh. or something like that. But yeah, the Chase Center has a fewer capacity by like a thousand. Or if it's nineteen thousand to eighteen thousand, yeah, that's a, that's a one thousand difference, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I guess it's just newer and it's more like downtown. It's not, and like Oracle was like hard to get to apparently. But right, let's play a stat. Besides the Pel, not including the Pelicans, what do you think is the average that Warriors have been down per game? The most they've been down. The average oh, of the God, most, like thirty-five. You said. I'd say like no, I'd say like yeah, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Because yeah. they went down like forty. Thirty-nine. That's great. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. You know, I actually was not shocked that they lost to the Suns, but... They the, were down 41 to yeah. 10 in the first quarter. Yeah, it's... How do you score 10 points in a quarter? This was... Okay, yeah. This was this was the whole reason of the Ask name game. Ask me on JV. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half out of five balls. Um, The... I could have brought out freshman here. The name game with the Warriors, this Shut was up. why it was what it was. As we did... Is this a real Warriors or a fake name? So... If you look at this now, the Warriors are now like a call a college team plus D'Angelo and Draymond because yeah, they have their two Villanova guys, Spellman and Pascal. They have Jordan Poole, so those are like your other three. Who literally most falls important pools players. weekly because he gets crossed on a daily. Gets crossed on a daily. I wish I could never hear that sentence ever again. So you look at this. Eric Pascal is legitimately their third best player at this point. And so this is now the worst case of the worst case. And also everybody who bet the Curry MVP stuff. What about Cauley Stein? No, he's not good. He, he's better than that whatever guy. Marquise Chris. Oh, oh they, the, they, they should, they, yeah, they should get Kevon Looney back. Looney's better than Cauley Stein. Are you kidding me? Kevon Looney is better than Cauley Stein. They need Clay back. Even with Clay, would it be good? <sighs> if they got Clay and Curry back, they'd be good. Uh, mm, well, they could go Curry, D'Lo, Clay, Cauley Stein, and Looney. Oh no, they have Draymond too. What they really need is oh, to so get Iguodala back. They need to get Livingston out of retirement. No, they, they need to get Quinn Cook back. They, they cut need... both of them. They're so stupid. But <laughs> Alfonso McKinney, Jordan he, Bell. He, he's Loki good. Yeah, he would help um, them. So yeah, would you predict the Warriors have a better chance of being in the playoffs this season or getting a top five draft pick? Top five draft pick. With and Curry out, are you kidding me? That's what you hate to see. They're going to be a bottom five in the West. I would say. I don't know about these because there's going to be some really bad teams. It in might these, be the, but how long is Curry out for? Depends. I don't know. How like, long is the average broken like, what hand? What is he broken hand? Because Baines, the play was like Baines just like fell on him accidentally. He was trying to take a charge and Baines, big body Baines, has just been like taught by the Australian ways to just fall down when he takes a charge. But yeah, um, that is what it is. So yeah, Curry, 
It's almost like so Draymond is helping up Curry, similar to like when Curry was upset when Clay went down. It's just the whole thing. So it, it's you hate to see it as a Warriors fan, but you did get five great years or six great years or seven great years if you want to call it the uh, early Curry days. But yeah, it looks like the Warriors are officially just done, 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 done. And for Steve Kerr, you hate to feel that. Um, but yeah. And at this note, it seems like a great place to transition. Can I, can, wait, can I real quick make a hot take? My hot take of the week. Um, no. can you save it for about twelve more minutes? No, it's really on topic. Oh now. Okay. If it's germane to this topic, then yes. The Warriors will be a bottom two team in the league. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's just pick that apart. So they're going to be worse than Overall, like the Knicks. The Wizards, they were, they, the Hornets. They will be in a bottom two team record-wise The Grizzlies. Overall. Bottom two record-wise overall. The Pelicans, the Kings. Like, what I just really? said, bottom two record overall. Wow. I'll take it the week. I appreciate Austin not mentioning the Bulls in that list. Thank you. Yeah, like the Bulls the bull, the bull still have hope. Oh, but, okay, bro. Sexton dunks on Wendell Carter Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like, saw that. That was, that was tough to watch, but I'm like. And he didn't even have like a running start. He just went up and boom. Like, hmm. yeesh. Also, like, what is up with the Cleveland, uh, like, the uniforms in the court? Like, I hate it. I hate their court. It's yeah, so, it's way too orange and blue. Like, it's Bulls so are dumb. For they they need some help. And Trey Young got injured too. It's like, oh, yeah, and Kobe White isn't it for, for the Bulls? Oh, really? Is he not been doing well? No. Recently, but he was doing well. Very, in very bad field goal percentage. Yeah, but I mean, for rookies, for me, it's like as long as you're getting the shots. If you're taking the shots, you know, if, if you're, you're playing, making it, then yeah. Like, I'd be upset if he was getting minutes and he just wasn't shooting. If you're if he's shooting poorly but taking a lot of shots, I'm not as concerned. Yeah, I like mean, the what? empty minutes versus the active minutes. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So, and with that, we will be taking a break to the Go Play. PSA here on WIKH 8.3 FM. An ordinary sunny day. An ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids. And they were doing nothing. They were couch slouching. They were rug imitating. And lazy minute after lazy minute was passing them by when suddenly Huh? Hey guys, that's a personal foul. An active activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players don't get lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Be a player. Yeah, right, fellas. Be a player. So. So, we're just going to skip all the other teams here. Um, anything from the NFL that we want to touch on? The mm. Bears screw up again. Eagles run over the Bills. The Colts sweep by the Broncos. Yeah, I didn't go on a rant. Niners quick. put up fifty. Freddie Kitchen sucks, and Aaron Rodgers has emerged as the NFL MVP favorite. Yeah, real quick. So when you're in the NFL, when you're looking over your team, you want to build your team around a young player who's like an All-Pro caliber player, and you can get a lot of years out of them. So most likely, you don't want to really build out a running back, but a lot of other positions you can build it out of. 
The Jets, in their first year, they draft a all-pro at a skilled position as a rookie. In their second year... Jamal Adams, are you saying? Yeah, in their second year, they're fielding calls for him? Like, why would you do something like that? Like... I'm like I said. I'm hanging up the phone if they're calling for Jamal Adams. That's how good of a player he is, and he's in the second year. He has potential to progress by a lot. Like he's already a stud. He's all pro as a rookie. Do you know how hard it is to be all pro? No, I do not know how hard. He's it all is. pro as a rookie, so he like he's only getting better, and he has so much impact. He leads that defense in tackles and interceptions. Why would you ever f- call, like field a call for Jamal Adams? Like, I wouldn't even trade him for, like, three first-round picks. That's how good he is. Okay. Um, and he's, like, 21, too. 22. Can't say I disagree. Can't say I can add much either, despite the fact that they're 1-6 and six and their schedule should be looking nice. They get Dolphins a couple games. Like, I, get, but like, I get it. Trade Le'Veon Bell. The GM didn't want Le'Veon Bell. Trade Le'Veon. But, but like, the Jets just have perpetual suckiness. Like, but, but why trade Jamal Adams, who's your best player on on the team, and he's, like, well, the youngest, they, too? Didn't they trade the Leonard Williams to the Giants? But Leonard Williams isn't that good. He was he's uh, A lot of people critiqued him on how he can't pass rush and get to the quarterback. And so and this was his final year, and the Jets didn't want to pay him, so they got something for him and traded him. Okay. Um, all right, I don't have anything to add to that. Um I'm just gonna say this: Fred Kitchens is so just. I was I didn't take this into account in the NFL preview show, but Fred Kitchens just doesn't know what he's doing. Well, he, he's not a head coach. When we, last year, if we go back a full year, last year at this point, he was not even an offensive coordinator for the, in the NFL. Not even an okay. offensive co- well, like, coordinator. What gave you hope was that he and Baker did really well together last year. Like the, yeah, but gr- they just took off from the ground and just ran. They didn't look back, and now they have a full off season. They get Odell. They get Chubb. Like there you get Jarvis Landry. So you get all these guys, and you would figure with a full off season to prepare, they'd be they do well. I mean, well Baker's shock- having a sophomore slump. Their O line is mediocre. They, also, they did have a tough. They do have had. They have had a tough schedule so oh, far. Oh yeah, no, the Browns. At Pats, I looked at their schedule. At 49ers, the Browns have the, such an easy schedule that they they'll probably finish like. So they're two and five right now. Yeah, they they're I in wouldn't Denver. be surprised if they won like like this is this is not an easy win in Denver. Like seven. in Denver, it's never an easy so win. They have nine games but, left. I wouldn't be surprised if they won eight out of nine because they're playing that bad. Is that like the Jets thing as well, or the, they're playing like. The say, Lions, the Lions are probably the, that team that wins a lot. But I say they'll win like six or seven more games, the Browns, because their schedule so easy. I would hope so. I, I, for an NFL fan, for a fan that had this take, I hope the Browns make it to the playoffs. But I don't think they will, though. They have not had, they have not had inspiring There's, football. They, so they need far. a new coach. They need to demote Freddie Kitchens to offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach, and they just need a head coach that's going to motivate the team. Like I'd like John Fox maybe as a possible option. No, uh, he's always had success in the past, especially against the Patriots. Um, who else? Gary Kubiak, if he ever wanted to come back, try to get him. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of coaches out there that you could try to get. Oh, I'm a huge Rex Ryan guy, but you you can't <laughs> because of his comments. Yeah, you can't stick Baker um, with Rex, even yeah. though I love Rex. Yeah. Um. 
the Rodgers thing, the uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, I love those two guys. I have them one on each of my yeah, fantasy teams. Rodgers. Rodgers just, he's getting into this mode again, okay? And yeah, now, I like how you said in the beginning Rodgers is Yeah, mediocre. and guess what? He's turned it up. No, I've always said this. He can turn it up when he wants, and you're like, no, this year he can't turn it up. And I was like, uh, no. Because, like, for the last three years, he has not been at this level. No, he's been at this level the entire time. Mm. He's he's the third best player in the NFL, and he's going to continue to be elite. But it's good that he is finally back to being elite, in my opinion, finally. Um, but And Aaron Jones is essentially a wide receiver with Devontae Adams out with turf toe for, like, Forever. What is turf toe? It's somebody described this to me today. It was like a, like you stubbed your toe on the turf. <laughs> you would you would you would think it would be like that. You would think it's like that, but it's like some sort of ligament damage or dislocation or something. It's like my thumb. So it's like you don't know what you're talking about, and maybe you should seek a medical professional if you want to know. The real answer is why Devontae Adams has been out for such a long well, time. Well, I think when he's out, the dopamine in his brain gets released and he starts to feel happy. No. And why would him being out release a positive because, signal to his brain? Because he gets he gets to take time off and the coaches are positive reinforcing him by they're adding uh, therapy and everything when he's not playing. To they're adding therapy. Therapy. They're adding therapy and like re- relaxation and time off when he's not playing. Okay. To enforce. So the- right now you're taking a psych concept and you are not applying it well. Well, I'm better than you in psych in the first place, but. And if you know what psych is about, you know that it's not about the brain. It's, so well, you actually, actually just psych, failed. You actually just psych failed is that. a scientific study Alfie of the Cone, brain and the mind. Alfie Cohn would tell you that it's not about the, the it's not about the grade that you get because that. That stunts that stunts the love for learning, and then students do the easy way out and all that stuff. Okay, well. So yeah, so yeah, you just got disproved. Um, you could disprove my A in class. Okay. Um. Oh, trivia. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Um, this is like my favorite part of the show. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, this is actually a good one here. Where I just gotta find it. Just NFL or NBA? We have a fantasy question. We have an NBA, 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 NBA. Okay. John's cheating. Fantasy. The Pats defense has 165 fantasy points this season total. How many total players have scored more than that? Ooh. And can you name them? More than 165? McCaffrey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wilson? Yes. Deshaun Watson? Yes. Uh, Two more. Those oh, are the Dalvin top three. Cook. Yes, those are the top four. Michael, number Michael f- Thomas. No. Wow. No, number five is a player who the Pats are playing this upcoming week. Not Lamar. Lamar. It is Lamar. Wow, Lamar is good this year. So yeah, Pat Stevens literally is the sixth best player right now, which is absurd. That's insane. That insane. Um. So yeah, we touched on this one earlier, but who leads the NBA in usage rate? Taco Fall. At sixty-two point five percent, Kyrie's up there though, and like for real players, who leads the NBA in assists per game? This Mal- one is in- Malcolm Brogdon. Yes, Rowe Ro is right. Wow. This one you would not think because the Pacers have been struggling. Oh, let's just play a quick name game. Name, name as many Pacers as you can. Healthy Pacers, not named Brogdon, 
or Sabonis? I was going to say Sabonis. Um, oh, uh, Corey Joseph? I think he moved on oh. to, like, the Kings. Um, you got TJ Leaf. You got uh, TJ. Yeah. Another TJ. Who's another TJ? Warren. Warren, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah two yeah, TJs. Um, um, Depot. No, he's injured. It's healthy, yeah. Oh, you said healthy. Wait to listen to the question, John. Oh, gosh. The Bog- no, I mean, Turner's not. injured now, is he? Yeah, he's injured. Well, that's, <laughs> it's like everyone, bro. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Edmund. Nate McMillan, he could play for them. I don't know. He's, <laughs> he used to be a player. And of course, a almost player. Be player. a player. All right. Who leads the NBA in deflections per game? Robert Williams, because you're huge on him, even no. though he's trash. No. He's actually a guy we did mention in the show. Joy Howard. No. Go <laughs> um, Bear. He always gets Plays it. on the Sixers. His name is Embiid. Matisse Thybul. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> Who's the only oh, yeah. player to draw at least one and a half charges per game and contest Kemba at least Walker. eight threes per game? Kemba Walker. No, Kemba's second in charges with 1.25. Charges. Charges and, and contested threes. Trey Young? No. Think. Think Western Conference, Texas. Oh, P.J. Tucker. He's yeah. always, yeah. Like, the contested threes is insane. He averages, like, a little over eight. Nobody else has more than six contested threes per game. Uh, so, I don't know if that's a scheme thing or he's just, like, a free safety. Austin, who has the most contested two-point shots a game? Collie Stein. No. Miles Turner. We played him yesterday. Oh. Uh, who do we, oh Giannis. Oh, Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez, yeah. Okay. Oh, quickly here. Um... We're not going to name all the 12 guys averaging 25-5 and five this season. All right, my hot take of the week is that the Patriots beat the Ravens by at least 13 points. I'll say, like, a, that's not a hot take. Kind of is, actually. No, it isn't. Like, we're only favored by, the like, Patriots three The Patriots lose their first game of the season. Wow. There we go. And John had his hot take of the week. So Wait, with- did the Cubs cut? Uh, <clears throat> Michael Bennett? I don't know. So, with that, for Rohit D'Souza, John Boyle, I'm Austin Barrick. This has been the 41st edition of Clean the Boards. Yeah, we'll see you next week here. But for now, let's let's send Go it socks. out. Go Sox. On WIHH 88.3. Let's send it out to John Denver. <laughs>